This episode of Nothing But Niners is brought to you by our partners over at mybookie.ag. Tom Brady returns to New England for the biggest game of the year, and stakes have never been higher at mybookie.ag. Whether you're back in the Bucks or the Pats, this Sunday's game will be more exciting if you've got money on the line. Head on over to mybookie.ag, use promo code NBN, and if it's your first deposit, they will double your deposit. Double the fun over there, okay? Tom Brady returns back over to New England for the first time ever, uh, sporting a top defense, and nobody knows other, uh, nobody knows each other better than Brady and Belichick. Don't wait around. Join my bookie now and bet on the biggest game of the season. Use promo code NBN, that's for nothing but Niners, and double your first deposit. Again, that's promo code NBN to get double your first deposit with my bookie and start your winning season today. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. Takes the handoff, sweeps to his right, gets to the 20. He's on the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's out of the 20. He's out of the 10. He's out of the 5. He's out of the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, 49ers. 96-yard run from scrimmage. Garrison Hurst. Young. Back to throw. In trouble. He's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs. Gets away again. Goes to the 40. Gets away again. To the 35. episode guys is going to be all about confusion or clarity what do the 49ers provide to us why is it happening the way it is but nick man what's going on with you chilling baby chilling still trying to get some of that voice back but uh definitely chilling uh it's fun weekend in cali obviously uh hence you know other than the loss i guess you could say but uh no i mean things are things are good man things are good glad That's to be home, actually 
Yeah, man. It seemed like you couldn't wait to get back home, man. I saw the pictures and you had like a five hour uh layover. Out of, yeah, a five and a half hour layover in Denver, bro. So it's pretty crazy. Um I uh just chilled at the airport for so long. So I left I left there. I, I got up at like 530, I guess, in the morning at uh, West Coast time. Left the house at like 6.15, well, the hotel at like 6.15. Got to the airport, had to drop off the rental car at 7, got on a flight at 9, got into Denver at 12.30, didn't leave Denver till 5.50, and then got home in Philly at 11.50 at night. So it was a long day, needless to say. Oh, yeah, man. Such is the life of those avid 49er fans. You travelers, man, you guys are wired different. But, guys, we got to go through some formalities really quick. If this is your first time here on the YouTube page, we want to thank you guys for taking some time out and checking us out. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe. Hit that like button so other people can find us. And turn on your notifications so people know uh, so you know exactly when we're going live. Sometimes they are impromptu shows, not always scheduled ones, okay? Give us a follow on some of our social media platforms. We have Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but nine ers it's the number nine nothing but nine ers we also have facebook instagram as well as twitch and those handles are nothing but niners that's spelled all the way out i am your guy 49ers mike underscore nfl to my right is my guy nick he is 49er faithful 365 those are our twitter handles go ahead over there give us a follow try to interact with us if you can if you're not scared all right nick now i'm getting some weird feedback man i don't know if it's like me if it's like what i hear it coming from the speakers though so I don't know if your microphone is picking up the audio from me. It stopped now. All right. So I think, I think your, yeah, I think your your microphone is picking me up as I speak. All right. So <clears throat> what we'll do is uh, let's start with the latest uh, rumors surrounding the 49ers. Hold on. Wait. Did I uh, put that down there? All right. Where are we at? Where are we at? on here there it is that's the one i want right there latest rumors and updates so nick man you know uh the injury came out uh k1 is going to be away for a little bit um and so the niners are looking to add to the corner room um in addition to josh norman i guess they're also looking to add a nickel corner um now they kyle said on uh what was a kmbr or maybe a post king presser that uh, John Lynch was looking to do something in the cornerback room, but he didn't give any details. And then a rumor comes out today that says, boom, with 49ers nickel cornerback K1 Williams dealing with a calf strain, the team is expected to sign veteran nickel cornerback Buster Scrine. Is it Scrine? It's not screen, is it? Source said, rookie cornerback Yamador Lenore replace Williams in last week's game against the Packers. Uh, let's start there, man. This Buster Scrine guy. Have you ever heard of him before? Hello? Nick, are you there? Can you hear me? All right. Uh, I think he was drafted in 2011, I believe, by the Cleveland Browns, uh, 5'10". Um, nickel corner. Um, I think he has nine interceptions in his career. Um, I think he's like 30 years old, 32, 32. So yeah, mm -hmm. so a little older veteran, uh, type guy, 5'10", like I said, nickel corner. 
Uh, he does have nine interceptions, three and a half sacks, I believe. Um, and uh, I'm not sure how many passes defense, but yeah, I mean, it, look, it, it, is it something? It's something. Is this something that's going to make you jump up out of your seat and be super excited about? Probably not, right? It's just something. It's just something that this team doesn't do, and that's <laughs> take this corner position so seriously. I guess you could say. Um, Are we throwing the season away, Nick? No, I'm not throwing the season away, and I'll no, explain that later why. All right. Because because this move does not inspire. I, listen, I don't I don't know anything about the young man, I, or he's my age. I don't know anything about the guy, uh, but he's not my age. I'm five years older than him. But I, I don't know anything about him. And this move does not inspire a ton of confidence. I also don't know if I have unreal expectations. Like, is there a starter to even out, out there for them to go and get? But you hear about other corners being acquired for a third-round pick. I mean, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. But you said you'll explain that later. I don't, I don't want to jump on it now. But it, it just feels weird. Um, but shouldn't the team also be looking for another corner because Norman's hurt? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it kind of depends on how bad the injury for Norman is. Obviously, it's bruised lungs um, where he was spitting up blood. Um, I mean, it sounds crazy. It sounds like a crazy injury, but it's really not that bad of an injury. Um, it's a serious injury at the time, but it's something that he can get over. Um, do I – do everybody that be living it up you say um, ah, let's go <laughs> um do i think that do i think that josh norman won't play no i don't think that but it does you, you brought up about a third round pick you know where you give up a third round pick and a player and you get a fifth round pick and a player back for a guy who has one year in his belt who has potential to be a really good corner and you don't give up everything. So um, that's where I kind of get aggravated with this team, right? It, it's the aggressiveness. We've talked about this before over and over again. Like you, you understand that you just lost your number one corner and you made absolutely no opportunity to even, well, I don't want to say that you didn't because I don't know if you called or not, but as a fan perspective and looking at this, you made, no opportunity for yourself to be able to get this guy to where while he may not be the guy right now, he's a guy that could have played for the future for very minimal uh, on a rookie year, rookie deal and could have helped this team. So um, those now, are things. A lot yeah. of people just, sorry. A lot of people do think that we would have never got that because we would have to call Trent bulky and whether or not he was willing to work with the 49ers is still unclear. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Washington football team worked with us. So, like, you know, I, I mean, it's it's Trent Baalke, right? It's not an entire organization that hated Kyle Shanahan and still dealt away Trent Williams. So, um, it's Trent Baalke. You know, picks and shit talk. So, um, you have to make the call. You have to try. And, and if they did, they did. But I highly doubt they did because the compensation for what they gave up was nothing compared to what they got for him so it, it's just silly in my my eyes um something that needs to be looked into we we know that this position is is a very uh, dire position of need right now obviously with the injuries as well 
Um, look, Josh Norman came out and balled out. He played well. But you still need guys back there. So that that's kind of upsetting. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Troy, thanks for the first contribution of the show. He says, so grateful for you guys providing me endless content. Hashtag Trey needs to start. Very, very interesting, man. Thank you for the yeah, shout out to, Shout out to Troy, man. And I, I apologize. I was going to try to get something from the team store for Troy. He contacted me. Um, and for some reason, the team store closed before the end of the game. It used to be open right after the end of the game for like an hour. And uh, I was trying to pick him up something. But I did get him a uh, Bill Walsh T-shirt that I'm going to send him uh, to make up for that. So I told him that. Um, I will send him that out. And uh, But, yeah, my apologies once again, Troy. There you go. There you go. See, a little give and take, give and take. Another contribution here. This one from Freddie Gonzalez. Uh, do we still win the division with this team? All right, Freddie, you're jumping ahead, man. We're, we're gonna we're gonna break this thing down here. We're gonna share our honest opinions, um, and we're we're you know we're gonna do what what we do here. Nothing but nine, man. We're we're gonna talk this thing through. Um, but yeah, so uh, not that we're ignoring this, we are going to get to it. But you know, we got we got we gotta gotta build it up. We gotta keep you guys locked in. Okay, see how see how things are gonna go. Okay. Um, I believe that was it for the contributions right now. Let me just double check. Yeah, it looks like that's all of them. All right, cool beans. Cool beans. Um, any other rumors uh, floating around about our squad, man? Any other news we need to know? Other rumors. Uh, Richard Sherman's not going to sign here. Yeah, I don't even know if that's <laughs> considered a rumor. I mean, this guy... Well, you know, is crazy because on his Instagram, I believe it was on his Instagram, uh, when I was in Cali, somebody, I think it was Jess from Jersey, she said, did you see what Richard Sherman posted on his Instagram? And he posted a picture of something that was like last Sunday without me playing football or something like that. And then uh, then the reports came out that he was visiting the Tampa Bay Bucks. So um, whether he signs there or not, I don't know. <clears throat> um, is it a good place for him? Who knows? Um, help the San Francisco Flyers right now? Probably not. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Good. I don't know. So, um, I almost, I almost lied. I, I don't. All right. So, <laughs> not watching TV. And no, it's not about watching TV because I was, I was gonna say good luck to him, but no. If you're not a niner, no, it's not. It's not good luck to you. So that's why I said I almost lied. Like I should. I don't. I didn't even know how to like rebound from what I was saying. So I, I just like stumbled over my words there for a little bit. Um, so we we got a couple of things to talk about here, man. Uh, that's it for the latest news uh, concerning the 49ers here. So uh, that's that. Make sure you guys hit that like button, please, please, please. All right. Um, we're gonna talk about a couple of different things here. Um, and I think we should go with, you know, the state of the 49ers or our opinions on the state of the 49ers. Let's be clear here because this is going to be Mike's thoughts and Nick's thoughts only. Um, let's just let's let me ask you this question and then let the conversation just take a natural course. All right. I want you to honestly tell me. If Jimmy. And I'm going to start with Jimmy. Hopefully we get somewhere else later. But I'm going to start with Jimmy. If Jimmy plays the way that he played on Sunday, how many more games can this team win? 
I'm and not, I have the schedule here if you want me to run down, and you can tell me win, loss, win, loss if you want. I'm not going to make the show about Jimmy because you already know how I feel about Jimmy because he didn't come out and play any better than he did in week two. Um, yes. Uh, actually, you know what? I don't know how you feel about Jimmy. You haven't yet. You didn't do the, you weren't on the overreaction show. No, but I, my, my opinion hasn't changed. He, he hasn't played any better. Um, Jimmy, Jimmy was missing some easy passes on third downs. Uh, you know, the ball traveling three yards and, you know, from the line of scrimmage, but then the ball being five yards from the receiver. So, um, I don't have my opinion hasn't changed about Jimmy until Jimmy starts to play better. Look, I said this before I took a lot of slack for it. I was a huge Jimmy Garoppolo supporter, and I thought that he should be the starter. And you know, I'm tired. I just see truck with it box. Jimmy will be better on Sunday. I'm tired of hearing it. Jimmy needs to be better right now. He's a starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers. If he's gonna make these mistakes then you might as well put the rookie in to make those mistakes and let him learn. And that, and that's the way that I feel about it. Now, while the team did come back uh, down 17, that wasn't all because of Jimmy. So uh, people are going to sit there and argue with me till they're blue in the face. But Jimmy Garoppolo did not make his stance for me any better uh, to for me to change my mind back to staying with Jimmy Garoppolo. He's played one good game, and that was against the Detroit Lions. He faced a, a better defense in the Philadelphia Eagles and played like crap. He faced a better defense in the Green Bay Packers and played like Dookie. And we're going into week four against a team that's a division team that is a must-win game. You, you can't look at it any other way right now. You just lost an NFC opponent who's going to be a person or a team who's going to be – up there at the end of the year uh, competing for that one or two spot. And now you're going to play two division games back-to-back on teams that, A, Seattle Seahawks just came off two losses. They're hungry for a win. Oh, yeah. So then you go into Arizona facing a 3-0 and team who obviously, um, obviously they could easily be 1-2 and two, uh, the last two games they played. But they're still 3-0. So a win is a win. doesn't matter. You can't take it lightly. And uh, next week is not going to be easy. I'm tired of hearing Jimmy will be better next Sunday. Like, I'm tired of hearing that. Like What, what, make, what makes people – I don't even know what makes people think. Jimmy has been the same quarterback for the last two seasons we've seen him. I don't know why people think that there's a better version of this guy. He's exactly who we thought he, he was, Nick. Yeah, I mean, look, it, it's just like I said, I don't, I don't want to keep beating a dead horse, right? Yeah. And, and I kind of said that on a, a spaces that I jumped on when I was at the airport the other day about the board of plane. We can sit here and beat this dead horse till we're blue in the face, and until the horse doesn't get up anymore. But until Kyle Shanahan stops helping that horse up, we're going to continue to do it. And a lot of this blame has to go with Kyle Shanahan as well. And it's not just Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy Garoppolo's play, but also Kyle Shanahan and other facts. And we'll get to those once we start did, talking more about this game. Did you did you uh, hear the Kyle Juszczyk interview on KMBR 
they asked him if he should have not scored a touchdown. Yeah, which is stupid. But there is there is difference to that. Like he could have scored, but he should have scored like he did. But there are times where they could have waited a little longer to snap the ball to run clock down. Um, but then again, I look at it and Kyle Shanahan's never been good with time. Clock down. I don't know why people were so suddenly confident that we were going to score. Like we. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Two. You have to score there. There's no ifs, ands, or buts. You need to score there. Right. Because there's no guarantee that you're scoring from the one. Right. It's like everybody forgot the five tries at the one before halftime that were right. unsuccessful. Right. So now everyone's like, oh, well, he should have just not scored yet. What do you – like, we, we can score at will? Have you all been watching this entire game? Like, it didn't make any sense. But here, so for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, uh, Kyle Juszczyk was asked on, on KMBR whether or not uh, he should have scored or, like, tried to go down at the one-yard line. He said, I'm disappointed at the reaction. Uh, there are plays I want back. I promise you that's not one of them. You don't get to choose in the NFL when you get to score. That was one of my bigger plays of my career. He went on to say that uh, had they won the game, it probably would have been the biggest play of his entire career, you know, to come back and you, you got the game winner and things like that. So, uh, but he, he emphasized, like, you don't you don't pick and choose when you get to score. It, does, it doesn't work like that. So. No, I mean, it wouldn't be, it wouldn't be, you know, the NFL wouldn't be any fun if you can pick and choose where you score. Like, right. there's no guarantee. I mean, there's no guarantee. You you saw we, stu- we stopped, you know, the Eagles on a goal line stance. We stopped, mm-hmm. you know, and they had a first down. And we got stopped on a goal line stance. And then, <laughs> under, you know. Correct. Correct. We got stopped on it. Um, Has nothing to do with, nothing to do with Kyle Juszczyk and scoring. He needed to score. You right. Anytime you get the ball in your hand, you want to score. Unless it's like really the end of the game and you don't need the touchdown, then you just run around the field and go down. That's what you, but you that's needed what you that need score, right? You needed that score, so you can't, you cannot not score there. Um, right. Were there other things that could have gone right for the team in time management wise? Absolutely, um, but the play in the end was the right play by Kyle Yushek. There was nothing wrong that he did. Yeah. Shout out um, to also signing my flag this weekend. Appreciate him. Um, and then the other thing that I was going to ask you was, uh, did you hear Kyle say that he regretted punting the ball? Yeah, I mean, you should regret it. Like you're you're constantly doing this. Why do you continually have regrets after a football game? If the game's on the line. And you trust somebody, which obviously this is this is also right here. Kyle Shanahan regrets punting on fourth and one from midfield. Initially planned a quarterback sneak, but thought Sermon lost one and a half yards on a third and one when it was no game. Well, why don't you get a, a measurement? Nick, do you believe any of that statement? <laughs> like no. You, okay. All right. I just wanted to make sure it wasn't me. Like I, I read this and I'm getting so frustrated with the with the media games he's playing. And I like I, I am usually all for the media games. Usually I am. This is this is different. I don't I don't know what he's doing. He's saying, hey, I'm incompetent. I had nobody on my team to tell me to down a distance. But you can do that yourself. You can ask for a measurement. Exactly. If, 
that's what I'm saying. Like, don't don't go out there and and put yourself in a friggin' corner. Like, you have every opportunity to say, "Hey, can I get a measurement? Can I get a measurement for that? You can you can right. ask for a measurement on any down. Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's third down or going to fourth down. It doesn't matter if you just went for it and you're seeing if you got a first down. You go. You say, "Hey, if you literally really thought it was one you, that he lost one and a half yards." You're not either a paying attention to the game, or, or b, you're being lackluster and not going out there and asking them for a measurement. Yeah, or you, or you don't you don't care, right? You don't care. You understand what I'm saying? Like Nick, in order for in order for you to have made the decision to punt, you had to know the down and distance. He's the one who's been telling us every Trey Lance package is not about when he's going to go in; it's about down specific downs of distance. So you didn't know it was fourth and whatever. One, you you thought it you thought it was fourth and three, and it was fourth and one. You didn't know that when you sent yeah. your punt team on the field, bro. You've been an offensive coordinator for how long now? I don't believe that. I don't believe that. It's I I don't know what I don't know what he's doing anymore. I can't I can't figure it out. Like he's talking himself out of a job. He's gonna lose his fan base. Mm-hmm. He's literally doing it already. He's literally doing it already. He's not going with a rookie who will make the same mistakes that his prize possession and Jimmy Garoppolo is making. He, and, and as much as people say that Jimmy Garoppolo is not Kyle Shanahan's guy, if he wasn't Kyle Shanahan's guy, he wouldn't be fucking starting. He wouldn't be starting right now. Yeah. Can, can we talk about the, um, the Lance mistakes versus Jimmy mistakes? There's, there's this notion out there that people feel – um, and you know what? Let me let me let me type a banner. I got a feeling we could be stuck on this for a little bit. Um, mistakes. Somebody said in the chat, so while you're doing that, said, "We're why are we scared of Seattle? It's always the same thing: bad defense, bad offensive line." There's one name that stands out there, and it's Russell Wilson. And the 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 Seattle Seahawks have done nothing. Over the last four years, to make their offense better, their offensive line better, or their defensive line, and, and they still beat they did this year until this year, and they still beat us. They're still a competitive team who end up in in the playoffs every single, every year. single so, year. So, if we're playing the way we're playing, yes, I'm still scared of a team that's coming off of zero and two weekends, being zero and two for the last two weekends, who needs to win a football game to be that playoff contending team. So, yes, that's what scares me. It's not the fact that it's the Seattle Seahawks. It's the fact that the Seattle Seahawks are coming off 0-2. Their last two games, where they're 1-2 in the NFC West, which is a really, really hard division, and this win will help them, you know, towards their goal of making the playoffs. Right. Uh, and we're, we're going to get to the preview show on Thursday, but right now we're going to, we're going to live in this moment here because we've stumbled across a, 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 what I think could be a decent conversation, Nick. Um, Garoppolo mistakes versus Lance mistakes. And I, I, I've been listening to people. I've been watching comments. I've been reading Twitter and people seem to think that one, Jimmy didn't have that bad of a game. And I'm wondering what, are they measuring that against? Because if that was Nick Mullins out there, I would say, hey, Nick Mullins had a decent game. Yeah. 
right? But not Jimmy Garoppolo, not the eight-year veteran that makes over $25 million a year. That is not good for how long you've been in the league, how many years you've been in this system for now, and how much money you make. Those three things cannot equal that pro- productivity on the field, that kind of inconsistency. I figured it out today. At least this is what the conclusion I came to was. Quarterbacks get paid more for consistency. It's not about their special abilities. Tom Brady doesn't have the biggest arm. Tom Brady doesn't run the fastest, right? But why is Tom Brady paid the way he is? Because he's consistent. You know what you're going to get from Tom Brady every single game. And if it's not that, he either had a bad game or Tom Brady was on one, right? But for the most part, you know Tom Brady's going to go out there. He's going to be a field general. He's going to command the huddle, da-da-da-da-da. Like, Brady's going to do his thing. You know that week in and week out. I have no idea what we're going to get from Jimmy Garoppolo on a week-to-week basis, Nick. Do you? Like, I'm I'm not even trying to be funny at all. Like, No, I don't. And that's the whole reason that my my whole opinion on Jimmy Garoppolo has changed. Because, Mm -hmm. you know, you sit there and say you get paid for consistency. But Jimmy Garoppolo hasn't been consistent his entire tenure as a San Francisco 49er. Um, you, you're, you're guessing. And you saw what Green Bay did with the Jimmy Garoppolo. And this is where I want to blame Kyle Shanahan also because he didn't change the game plan. The middle of the field, the, the routes were so close to each other with defenders and offensive players that there was nowhere to throw the football because – they had no trust in Jimmy Garoppolo throwing down the field. And yep. the defenders knew how to take that away. LaFleur did exactly what he needed to do. He closed off the edges, shut down the outside zone run, and then he had the defenders in yep. the middle of the field all over the place. Two people playing the edge to conceal. Do you understand how vulnerable your secondary is if you're doing that? If you've yep. got two guys on each edge to take away the zone – you understand that they're telling you this guy's not throwing the ball down the field on us. It's not, it's not gonna happen. They didn't care, they dared him all game long. And the one time he did do it, Alexander made a hell of an interception. That was not a bad throw by Jimmy. That was not a bad attempt by Kittle. That was just a phenomenal play by Alexander. But the one time he did go deep, that's what the result was. And this is not about. This is not about Jimmy only, right? I know you you don't want to talk about just Jimmy, but my point, though, with this segment here is that we're paying this guy a lot of money and we're not getting a return on investment. $25 million a year should get you some consistency at the position. I don't care if you're a pass rusher, quarterback, cornerback, whatever it is, we should know what we're getting from you week in and week out. We're not there yet. So... Jimmy has this game, and we lose. All right, fine. If Trey Lance did the same exact thing, people keep saying the fan base is going to turn on him when he starts losing. Do you agree with that, Nick? Do you think that if Trey Lance went in here and did the same exact thing, the turnaround fumble to the ground, the interception across the middle of the field, just everything, just change 
10 to number five. Do you think that I or you are reacting the same way? No, I don't think either of us are reacting the same way. And I, but I still think it will be 50, 50. I still think this fan base will still be divided because the Jimmy Garoppolo lovers right now will be saying you should have stuck with Jimmy. The Trey Lance guys were going to be like, well, he has to learn. So I think it would still kind of be uh, somewhere in the middle um, as to, like I said, Jimmy Garoppolo lovers. Actually, I'm not even, yeah, I'm not playing on Jimmy D anymore. He doesn't even deserve that anymore. Garoppolo, um, Garoppolo lovers would be like, well, you should have just kept Jimmy in there. He could do that. Yeah, but the difference is one guy is a rookie. I expect certain mistakes from a rookie. Not the eight year that turnaround fumble. I was trying to throw it away thing. That's a rookie mistake that I can say. I tell you what, he'll never do that again. He's gonna learn from that. But you can't say that with Garoppolo. (laughs) I never expected that that to happen happen again. Right. I never expected that to happen in the first place with him in there. So and the thing is, is Kyle. Kyle tried to turn that around, and and so did Jimmy, and blame it on the receiver, on the the running back. Yes. Yep. Yep. Bro, like, it's your fault. Why did you try to throw the football knowing you weren't going to be able to? Bro, it's just – but, again, I think that the fan base would be more understanding. I know that there's haters of – I'm not going to say haters. I think that there's people who think that we have an opportunity with Jimmy that we don't have with Lance this season. I think the entire fan base knows that Lance is going to be the guy eventually. Let's be clear here. But I think that this entire fan base isn't consistent on this thought. And the thought of that is whether or not we are a playoff team this year. I think that people who feel we are a playoff team this year don't want Lance in because they think that we might be squandering that opportunity on watching a rookie learn as opposed to riding with the veteran who's got us there before. I think that's what the holdup is with people. And that's fine. But I also think that if you put Lance in for a full game and he makes rookie mistakes, those people who think that we're squandering this year, they'll say, see, we should have stuck with Jimmy. But they'll also say, I'm not mad at Lance for that play because that's a rookie mistake. I'm mad that we're giving up on the season or we're losing. We would hope that they say that. We would hope that they say that. I, I'm not giving. I'm not giving our fan base that that much credit because we would hope that they would say that. If they're actually football intelligent, they would say that. But if right. they're just a fan, just watching, they're not going to say that. Stop making me agree with you when when you say stuff. I don't think we should say out loud. Yeah, I, I don't really <laughs> care. Like I really don't care. Um, picture perfect 49ers 49.99. We appreciate you and the contribution, my bros. Hope all is well. I just want Kyle to be honest with us. See, and that's exactly what I'm doing right now. I'm being honest with y'all. So, he said Kyle, not Nick, bro. I know, but I'm just saying, I'm being honest with y'all. That's what y'all want is honesty. Um, Kyle's never going to be honest with us. Kyle is thick headed, stubbornness, his way or the highway type thing. So Kyle's never going to be honest with us. Um, but we said it earlier. Kyle's digging his own grave right now. If Trey Lance throws two touchdowns a game, 
and one interception every game. Are we going to be mad at that? Rookie. No, because that's still better than what Jimmy Garoppolo would end up being. Two touchdowns a game? Yeah. Yeah, Jimmy's not throwing two touchdowns a game. All right. Consistently. If if, <laughs> if Trey Lance uh, – I'm being serious. You think Jimmy Garoppolo can go the whole season with throwing two touchdowns and an interception? No, I don't. Every game? But- I was trying to I was trying to prove a point, so I'm going to change it now because I was I'm I'm trying to do Garoppolo mistakes versus Lance mistakes. I'm going to give you the same mistake for each guy and just get people to understand that it will be received differently. Thanks, Stephen Fox. It'll be received differently because one's a rookie and one's a veteran. So here's this here's a really good example. The defense does a disguise pre-snap. They make Trey Lance think that the linebackers are going to come in when when they snap the ball the linebackers drop back and he throws an interception right to him right okay jimmy does that same exact thing how does the fan base react there's jimmy throwing a touch interception to linebackers again right if trey does it it was guys it was a disguise he's a rookie it's his first time no no they're gonna say you should have just kept jimmy in if we're gonna get this shit no, they're not because they know Jimmy does that regularly. No, Jimmy lovers. I'm saying Jimmy lovers. I can't even say Jimmy anymore. It's Garoppolo. Garoppolo lovers. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, e- either way, you're gonna have you may have some Garoppolo lovers come to the come to the light of the side, like to the to the lighted side <laughs> and away from the dark side, right? But Others are going to stay on that dark side of Garoppolo. And they're going to stand with their guy. And it's kind of like Kyle Shanahan's doing right now. Like, what is Kyle Shanahan afraid of? I don't like, know. I, bro, Like, you're I winning, know. right? You're winning. I understand that. You're, you're two and one. And you look at the stats with Jimmy or with Garoppolo, and you look at the stats with Aaron Rodgers – Right, he deserves to have his first name thrown in there, Aaron Rodgers. And you look at that game, and their stats are semi-similar. But you watch the game, and Jimmy Garoppolo or Garoppolo played like shit. So that's where you look at, and stats don't matter. Stats don't matter in a game. You you blow up, you you can throw three yard passes, and your receivers do everything. And end up with 150 yards passing, but really, right. you technically, if both quarterbacks have, the, if both quarterbacks have the same number of completions, but your team was down three scores the entire game, that's a bad thing. You understand what I'm saying? If Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Garoppolo both have 23 completions, but our team was down 17-0 and we had to throw twice as much, that's a bad thing. So don't you know you get what I'm saying? So I'm I'm, I'm siding with you here. Like similar stats don't mean that they played. The, the same st- style and type of game. So I'm, I'm with you on that, bro. I'm with you on that. Um, Sean Shepard. Thanks for chat. So I'm looking for that right here. All right. Let me, let me read Sean's while you do that. Uh, thanks for the contribution. He says, it's a $20 contribution. He says, Jimmy is caca now. Sorry, not sorry. It's like gambling every time he takes the field. Oh, is he going to fumble the snap? Is he going to bounce pass? Oh, six yards too high. BS guys. This is the Niners Hall of Fame 
quarterback play. That's what we expect here, man. The, the, the Niner fan base has a very high expectation for their quarterbacks. And it's, it's not a fair expectation to put on people, but that's what happens, man. I mean, look, not for nothing, if you can't handle it, you shouldn't be in the NFL. Everybody who makes the NFL should be in there striving to be the best at their position ever. You understand what I'm saying? So that that's the way I feel about it. Like if, if my kid played sports, we're not going out there trying to be the next anybody. We want you to be you because they're going to remember your name when it's all said and done. Um, it's also probably why none of my kids play sports because I would be I – th- I think my kids would hate me if they played sports. Bro, the coaches would hate you. Huh? The coaches would hate you. No, 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 no. No, that's not true. The co- I, I used to think that until I signed Derek up for boxing, and they were like, you can't be in here, and he explained to me why. He said, if you're in here, your son's going to say, Dad, what do you think of this? Should I do this? Should I do that? And they're going to listen to me, you more than the coaches. He explained that one time. I had no problem not being in there because I get it. I'm not paying you for me to coach my son. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, or to train my son. So I had no problem with that. But I'm I'm extremely passionate. So I could see me like cheering and upsetting my kids or embarrassing my kid. It it, it will be bad. My kid would hate me. I'm I'm sure. Jamal uh, Armstrong. My bad. I didn't. I went to look back for your chat. It's not in there anymore. So if you could just type it out. Let us know what you said. I'll throw it up on the screen as well. We appreciate the contribution. Of, I apologize about it. Um, just let's get to this real quick, Mike. I don't want to hear it. McBain, 999, says, if Kyle's smart like fans think he is, then he should be able to run plays to protect his rookie quarterback. Plus, Trey is not scared to go deep and run. Tired of seeing other teams' defense disrespect us. He's 100%. absolutely right. It's 100%. I mean – I, I just said it the other, you know, 10 minutes ago. You saw what LaFleur did to stop this offense. And the Seattle Seahawks are going to do the same thing mm-hmm. as well as any other team watching tape, how defense, how the Green Bay Packers stopped the 49ers run game as well as their passing game across the middle. And that's clogging the middle of the field and, take, and using two defenders on the outsides to stop the outside zone. So – uh, Sean Shaper, $2 contribution. Appreciate you. He says, Kyle, Nick, same thing. What up, fam? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I had something else. Oh, I got a video to show you of this game, man. I, I didn't want to do this, but I think I got to do this. I want to play a video. It's going to be one play from the game. I want you to watch it and just tell me what you see. All right. So when you're done looking through the chat, let me know. Because I'm I want good, you to good. I, know, I, I, want just you make, I just want to make sure that you're full screen so you can see it because it's going to be one of those small videos, all right? All right. All right. Here we go. Was that Brandon Ayuk that threw his hands up? His, no, it was, that, was, that was Debo. Here's the play again. Wait, hold on. I didn't. I'll, 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 that, play, it, I'll play it again for you. You're talking what about you? the, the post route, right? Well, there was there was a there's there's a lot that happens on this play, and it was just wrong. All right, here. So the first thing, watch watch the bottom of the screen, the receiver at the bottom of the screen. 
takes a deep, runs across the middle, wide open. Open. Yeah, that's the one I was talking about. That was that's that Debo. Was Debo. That's Debo. Now, watch Kyle Juszczyk go in motion. See, they don't show it there. You got to watch it again until you can see Kyle Juszczyk in motion and what he takes with him. All right. So I'm going to. Who the hell was that that dove for the block? Did you see that? See, this is why I haven't gotten a chance to rewatch this game yet. No, no, me. I I haven't rewatched it yet either. But look, look at this. Watch Juice. Watch Juice. He can't believe the play is behind him. <laughs> Did you see how he turned around? He turned around like, wait, what, back there? All right, here you go. Watch to see who dove for the block. Yeah, watch it right in the middle of the screen. Mike McGlinchey. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> nah, but my, man, my man didn't let up a sack. I, nah, you're not. Nope, we're not calling Yo, Mike McGlinchey. What was here. that? Do that, that again. Was, that was a full-out Superman. Yep. A plus effort. That's what that was to make sure his guy wasn't the one that's putting pressure on Jimmy. Bro, it's already started. Players are already throwing their hands up in the middle of the field. Like, are you kidding me? It's all this is from the number two wide receiver in the entire NFL right now. It's already started. What are we reading here? What's this? This is Jamal's comment, I believe, from the oh, okay. Is this Jamal Adams? Jamal Armstrong. Packers wide receivers targets Adams 18 MVS four. That's the game. Mm-hmm. We let Rogers slash Adams beat us and disrespected them by trying to play man on arguably the best wide receiver in the league. But we didn't do just man. That's the that's what was confusing to me about the game is that we never committed to one type of defense. Like they kept going man zone like they. You know, like they were bracketing him, like they were doing so many different things with Adams. It was almost like they were trying to confuse Aaron Rodgers with with what they were doing, and it didn't make any sense. I just I couldn't figure it out. I don't know. I didn't like it. I was not a fan of of how they how they did it. And you know, I I said something when we started the show, Nick. Uh, I think it was the pregame show that Tony and I did before uh, kickoff, and. My comment was along the lines of, and I think I've said this to you before too, Kyle Shanahan is supposed to be the offensive genius. It's time for the offense to carry the defense, not the other way around. That's not, we didn't bring Kyle in here so we could be a good defensive team. I mean, obviously you want to be the best on both sides, right? You want that, okay? But that's not why Kyle's here. Kyle's supposed to be here to make this team a phenomenal offensive team i we can't i'm not mad at the defense i'm not mad at the defense that we lost that game i'm not i'm not we got a first year defensive coordinator we can't expect the eight-year veteran and the five-year head coach the the nine-year offensive coordinator to put up a better game plan than that i'm not mad at the first year defensive coordinator i'm sorry i'm not and everyone's saying, oh, well, Jimmy did enough. He got us back in the game. No, Jimmy did not get us back in the game. Two penalties got us back in that game. Two miraculous flags. I mean, yeah, two, mir- two miraculous flags got us back in that game. Or the miraculous third down conversions, two, th- three and tens in that same drive got us back in that game. We had no business even scoring then. So, yeah, I, I don't want to hear it. Look. Lance made Sherfield a name here. 
Without Lance, we probably cut Sherfield. Now imagine what Lance can do with all of our wide receivers. Yet, they won't put him in, bro. There was rumor. I don't know if you guys heard it, but there was rumor. I heard somebody say on the spaces the other night that there was rumor that Brandon Ayuk was talking back with Kyle Shanahan about Jimmy Garoppolo's play. And this is why he was in the doghouse sort of thing. Oh, I, I, never mind. I'm not going to, I don't know who said what. Actually, I don't care who said what. That's not a wide receiver's position, especially if a second year guy. I doubt that was the case. I yeah, don't believe it. I see Andrew Martinez saying, I believe it. That's well, I'm just saying, like, it, you know, it, it could be because he trained with him all offseason. He trained with who all offseason? Ayuk was training with Lance. Lance. Right. Yeah, so he was talking about how Lance should be playing and Jimmy not. That's way above his pay grade. I, I can almost guarantee you that never happened. Yeah. I can, I can almost guarantee you that never happened. It's not, it's, not a, it's not a wide receiver's job to go and tell the head coach who should be playing the quarterback position. Your job is to catch passes from whoever's under center. Yeah, absolutely. And, you, and you've been dropping them all offseason. He's in no position. I, I don't think that happened. Evo dropped that. a shit ton this game, too. No, no, not just this game. I mean, remember in the whole preseason, Ayuk yeah. and Debo were dropping everything coming their way. So I, I just don't think that he went into a locker room to tell the head coach who should be playing quarterback. That's not that's not it. Now, if Kyle asked him, you know, hey, you know, we got we're doing this thing with Jimmy and da da da, but it was never a competition. So Kyle wouldn't even have asked that question. Like, stay in your lane, young man. I don't, I don't think that was the case. Um, Nick, I do want to ask you this though. Why why so little Sherfield this last week? I think I saw somewhere it was two snaps or six snaps. Yeah, he got two snaps compared to 60. 60 for, for Ayuk. Why and, why such a drastic decline in uh forget productivity, just snaps? Like, what's up with that? Uh, Kyle Shanahan came out and said something, but it to me it was kind of he put the blame on somebody else. Um, he put the blame on Wes Walker. Um, Wes let Walker. Me see. Oh, oh, oh. I, go ahead. So you you do that. So now I'm gonna try to find this real quick. Yeah, no, you got. Oh, 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 I got you. You take your time. So first, Kyle Shanahan tells us Jimmy played really well, and we were supposed to buy that. And then Kyle Shanahan tells us that. Um, damn, what was the other thing? Oh, he didn't know the down and distance. And that's why he punted from midfield. And now Nick is about to tell us that Wes Welker determines what receivers are playing out there on the field. Am I high? Like, <laughs> did, I, did you put something in my drink that I don't know about, babe? Like, what is happening right now? What is happening? In he is having a mental breakdown in front of all of us. We're just supposed to sit here and listen. I hope I hope you misspoke, Nick. I hope that that's not what happened. I really hope Kyle didn't try to blame Wes Welker for 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 the snap count for the wide receivers. I really hope that's not what happened. Because this is this is crazy. This is absolutely crazy. Yeah, I gotta remember. I gotta find who it was. I, and I read it today, and it's 
It pissed me off. Can you imagine letting a position coach make – nah, no way. No way. Yo, my man is really losing his shit. We need to do a, a, a wellness check on Kyle, like a mental wellness check. He need, Maybe he's having like a stroke and don't know it. I'm concerned about our head coach now. Dead ass. I am really concerned about our head coach right now, guys. I don't know what to make of any of it. I don't know. So he, like, Nick, I promise you, I'm the biggest Kyle Shanahan supporter ever. I don't know if you remember, uh, right before we started Nothing But Niners, I was tweeting out during that that NFC Championship game, Atlanta versus Seattle, Kyle is the guy I want running this team. Kyle should be our next head coach. I was tweeting it out. I, I, I sent messages to Jed York, like, Please, this is the guy. This is the guy. This is the guy. And when Jed hired him, I almost celebrated. Like I almost cried out of happiness. Like I knew that was the guy. This is not what I signed up for. Blaming shit on you. Okay, here it is. Oh no. Right. You oh, ready? No. I hope you misspoke. I you misspoke. You don't know what you're talking about. You didn't. He, that's not what. He, that's not what my head coach said. Sunday night shift led to a question about Sherfield's role. I didn't think we had that many long drives. Wait, 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 wait. You broke up. Start Sunday night, something led to a Sunday shift. night shift led to a question about Sherfield's role, meaning the snaps. I didn't think we had that many long drives, Shanahan said on a Monday on Monday during a conference call as he tried to explain the limited use of Sherfield. When we did, we went with single receivers sometimes, being in 22 and 13 personnel. I thought he would play a lot more. I tell guys what to do before the game, but I don't keep up with the rotation. I told them to make sure to keep Ayuk fresh. And wide receivers coach Wes Welker thought Ayuk was fresh enough without being out there in too many long drives that he didn't put Trent in as much. And he did a hell of a job on special teams for us too. Ayuk finished the game with four catches for 37 yards and a touchdown while also returning two punts for 23 yards and adding one carry for eight rushing yards. Sherfield wasn't targeted in the game. I got a question. Did, Did I get that mixed read? up? Did you just read that Kyle said that he told him to keep Ayuk fresh? Uh-huh. This game? Uh-huh. They thought 60 snaps was fresh, and the uh-huh. relief guy only got two snaps? Because they didn't have too many long drives. I think we should end this episode before I say something that's that I can't take back. Uh, um, I'm surprised oh. you didn't see that. No, no, Nick, Nick, you know me. You know I would be all over something like that. I probably would have started the show with something like that. Are you kidding me? No, I'm definitely not kidding you. It's funny. He says, I tell guys what to do before the game but I don't keep up with the rotation. I told them to make sure to keep Ayuk fresh. And wide receivers coach Wes Welker thought Ayuk was fresh enough without being out there in too many long drives that he didn't put Trent in as much. As much, he wasn't even in a quarter of the time. 
how many offensive plays did we run? Ayuk got 60 snaps. I, uh, uh, oh, I'm I'm reevaluating. Like this is this is like reprogramming my entire brain right now, live on the air. And gibberish is just going to start coming out of my mouth because I don't, I can't compute. It's not, it's not registering. It's not, it's not getting through. It's not working. I can't, I can't do this live on the air, bro. I, I don't know what to think right now. <laughs> Can I ask you a question, Nick? Of course. When Kyle Shanahan calls a play. I'm in a bag tonight. Just say no. So. No, no, oh, no, no, no. You cooking? When <laughs> Kyle Shanahan calls a play. Do you think he knows the personnel that he's calling the play for? Like when he calls one of those jet sweeps, do you think it matters whether or not it's Trent Sherfield or Debo Samuel that's taking the handoff to him? With the way the rotation's done, I don't think he does. With what you just read, it sounds like right. you don't think that's he, what I'm he does. With what I just read, it doesn't sound like he does. Now, do you believe that? Do you really believe that he just called a jet sweep and it could be Brandon well, Ayuk? No, and- I mean, it, could, it could be certain packages, right? It could be certain packages that he calls that plays on and the coach lets them know what package they're in. So they all do communicate with headsets. So he could – Kyle could say, give me package A or whatever. You know what I mean? I don't know how they do it or communicate on the side sidelines. But I find it hard to believe that he doesn't know who's out there. But you would think that you're not going to have, you know, I don't know. Because this could be another reason why he wants all his receivers to be able to do the same shit. This is why we don't have those guys that are different than each other. No, but that's not – we have a very, very different – cast of wide receivers right now nobody's the same well all of them all of them ran the uh end arounds Trent Sherfield did it in uh Trent Sherfield did it didn't he and then um you don't want to ever see Muhammad Sanu running an end around yeah but he's not an outside guy he's more of a slot guy he's he, I'm saying our I'm saying did our you outside see Muhammad Sanu this week yeah why he wasn't just lined up in the slot. No, but I'm saying he's more of a slot guy. <laughs> See, they look at look at them. They they saying you starting shit, bro. Like they they giving it to you, man. What what do you mean I'm sitting back? I'm I'm saying I'm not sure. I, I don't know how to answer that question because from reading this, if he literally said that, it seems like he doesn't know who's out there. And I'm trying to put a pin as to why it seems like that. Is it because all the receivers know what to do? I mean, we've seen uh, – what's his name? What's the guy's name that we cut, put on the practice squad, he got picked up? Which one? Caden Smith? No, 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 no. This year, this year uh, for the for kickoff return. Webster. Oh, 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 uh, Simba. Simba, yeah. Simba Webster. Yeah, Simba Webster. We've seen him uh, run that, right? And we've seen uh, Sherfield run that. We've seen Ayuk run it. We've seen Debo run it. We've seen George run it. So. No, so no, 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 no. Don't say so. Name all the names again you said. I just didn't say Sanu. I said Webster, 
Sherfield, Ayuk, Debo, and Kittle. All those guys have very good speed, above average speed. Right. So he has to know who's out there because Jennings ain't doing that. You understand what I'm saying? He has to – Nick, man, Kyle, what is he doing to me? What is Kyle Shanahan – he's scrambling my brain in front of everybody, and I don't like it. I don't like it. All right. That's cool. <laughs> Casey says I look faded. I am faded, bro. I'm tired. Yeah, no, we, we getting out of here. No, I know. I'm just I'm just saying I am definitely faded, bro, because it's been a long weekend and I have to go back to work tomorrow. Poor me. <laughs> I don't I don't want to fire Kyle Shanahan yet. I think he's listen, here here's why I'm not I'm not even close to getting wanting to get rid of Kyle Shanahan. It's because I haven't seen Kyle Shanahan with the only quarterback he has ever hand selected. Every quarterback we have ever seen Kyle Shanahan with was one that he inherited. I've never ever seen Kyle Shanahan pick a quarterback and use him before. So I deserve it. We faithful deserve. We've been patient five years of mediocre quarterback play. We, we deserve it. We we've been waiting long enough. So we're, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to see what happens. Let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. Is it time to start? Is it time to really start believing that Sean McVay is a better coach than Kyle Shanahan? Fuck no. 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 Why not? No. Because Sean McVay, Sean McVay has a better quarterback than Kyle Shanahan. Kyle Shanahan just beat Sean McVay with C.J. Beathard or, or Debo. I mean, not Debo, uh, Nick Mullins, one of those two. No. Kyle Shanahan coaches circles around Sean McVay. Absolutely not. I don't know. Sean McVay's got three winning seasons out of four. So, yeah. and he's had his starting quarterback one out of four. Kyle Shanahan has only had his starting quarterback for one of those seasons, and that's the one season he went to the Super Bowl. McVay has had his starting quarterback every season. Every single season, McVay has had a starting quarterback. True. I'm just trying to start the pot a little bit here. No, you're not. See, <laughs> Cause I'm still a Kyle guy, so let, 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 let me. Not, I am too. I, I am. Too. I, don't, I don't want people to get it twisted. Kyle's confusing me. He's throwing curveballs at me, and I'm bouncing Bro, off the walls over Kyle here. Stop. Yeah, but I am 100. Kyle. You just guy. said yeah. Huh? I said I said, bro, you want Kyle Shanahan fired? Stop. You said yeah. Oh no no no, no. that's not that's not <laughs> what I thought you said. I was talking, so I didn't I didn't hear the whole thing of what you said. But no. no. Like I'm I'm a Kyle guy through and through. Like make make no mistake about that at all, people. Like Kyle's my guy. Like I'm not I'm not backing off of that. But he is definitely confusing me right now. He's definitely confusing me. Um when sloppy dick. We didn't even get to talk to a whole bunch. We didn't even get to talk a whole lot of stuff, but no, go ahead, read sloppy dickens. Yeah, sloppy dickens. <laughs> um, all right, Nick, Mike, before you go, here's a question. If we go under five hundred by week ten. Is Kyle and John on the hot seat? Also, if they keep Jimmy around still. If we're under 500 and Jimmy's still the quarterback, yes, I will say yes. They're on the hot seat. And what sucks about that is no, 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 no. I'm going to use football sense. No, they're not on the hot seat. They're not. They just got contract extensions. Hot seats don't exist for another two years. 
going to say yes. And the reason I'm going to say yes is because you gave away all this capital to go up and get a guy and you're still deciding to say stagnant. There's mm. a choice. There. Oh, shit, because Jimmy's still in it. Because Jimmy's so like, still why? here. So we're 500. You gave up all this bread, and you're still not even going to play that guy? Right. Yeah, they look We're like staying more, stagnant. So that's a hot seat reason for me, because you're yeah. not making the right decisions for the team. Yeah, they look like morons then. Hey, so, okay, let, let's let's have this conversation, then we'll get off of here, okay? All right. I was, I was on the phone with Tony today, and um, – Jimmy G is a winner. I swear to God, I, I that is I hate that more than anything about people who support Jimmy Garoppolo. Look at his marketing record. pro is a good marketer. Jimmy G is a winner. Marketing pro. Oh, uh, well, yeah. I I don't I don't care about his past record. I know what I see, and what I see is not good enough right now. Um, but anyway, I was talking to Tony earlier today and i asked him a question so i feel like i want to ask you on air there's no right or wrong answer for two consecutive weeks jimmy garoppolo has been playing like jimmy garoppolo it's upset a lot of the fan base uh you included and you are were whatever a very serious garoppolo supporter you were adamant that lance shouldn't start anytime soon that was your stance you have since double back on that and you double down on that double back this weekend also after being there in the game in the game in the stadium to watch this debacle happen in person so my question to you is this how bad is trey lance looking in practice that he hasn't earned more reps in games I don't think he's looking at practice at all. I won't even say starts. I won't even say starts. If Kyle, listen to me. All right, let me let me let me explain myself, and then I'm not because I don't want to set you up, and then you answer, and then I respond. It's like, oh well, you didn't say that. I don't think either one of us believe that Kyle is purposely trying to lose games. Do you agree so far? No, I, I don't think that. No. Right. Okay. So we do believe that Kyle is sincerely putting his best foot forward. He's doing what he thinks is in the best interest of this team in getting wins, right? I'm like 50-50 on that. Elaborate, please. Okay. So 50-50 on that because I do think that he thinks he's doing what's best for the team. But I think he's doing it for the wrong reason. I think he's doing it because he doesn't want to upset the locker room. Debo's throwing his hands up in the middle of the game. You heard a rumor that Ayuk said right, Lance should start. These are, things, these are things that are just starting. These are things that are just starting with players. You have every single player on this team from 2019 that was in a Super Bowl, pretty much all of them, who are Jimmy or who are Garoppolo supporters. Players that weren't on the 2019 team. Are Trey Lance supporters. Players that were on the 2019 team are starting to come around because these games are getting too close for comfort to where you're getting to where you need better quarterback. 
play. So what I mean by that is 50-50. 50% he's doing what's right for the team. He thinks he's doing what's right for the team. But the other 50% is he's not doing it for the right reason. He's not doing it because he believes that Jimmy Garoppolo is going to 100% be the best quarterback on the field. He's doing it because he doesn't want locker separation. I, he wants I, that culture, I guess. I'm going to disagree with you for one reason. Okay. If that, was, if that was the case, they would have consulted with the team and took a poll to see if they should trade up to acquire a new quarterback. They didn't do that. That means they don't give a shit what those guys in the locker room think. They already acquired the quarterback. There's right. No, there's right. no argument anymore. But they also had plans to get rid of Jimmy. And they couldn't. No, so, no, 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 no. Let's say, let's say you're right. So let's say you're right. What happened first? Boom, we trade up. What happened next? They had plans to get rid of Jimmy. They couldn't. What happened after that? They draft Trey Lance. If everything went the way they wanted, they trade up, Jimmy's gone, Lance is in. They don't care about the thoughts of the locker room. Because if that was the case, that wouldn't be the right. order. But now that Jimmy's stuck here because they couldn't get rid of him, they care. No, they they no, that doesn't change your mindset. That's just a different set of circumstances. My mindset was F what everyone else thinks. I'm getting a different quarterback. Now I'm stuck with this guy. Cool. I don't care what you guys said. I did, I made the moves I made already. Right. That, at least that's the way. Look, think of think of. No, I'm not, I'm not gonna say what I'm gonna say because my wife is sitting here, so I don't I don't want to get in trouble. So never mind. But yeah, nah, man. I, I just I just I see what I do understand what you're saying. And now people think like, oh, I, I took a one-year deal because Jimmy's still here. We could probably make a run. You get what I'm saying? But there's nobody in this locker room who would have that kind of opinion on Jimmy that didn't throw their hands up and discuss either last season or this season or this, during the Super Bowl run. I saw Juice. I saw Kittle. I saw Debo. I saw uh, Samuels. I saw running backs throw their hands up like, come on, what are you doing? Like, seriously. I saw Kyle do it. So I don't think that there's a single person in this locker room that doesn't understand the the, the changing of the guard. I, I just don't. Uh, Niners Escalate Empire chapter says, Mike and Nick, was Bosa terrible or was he handled by more than one guy? To me, that's an easy one. He was handled by more than one guy all game long. Yeah. I, I actually I actually give some percentage to the loss to guys like Fred Warner and Nick Bosa. But oh yeah. No, everybody played a part in this. This was not all on Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo. Never. Yeah. I don't want anyone to think that none of us on this show think that this was all on Jimmy. Because that's not the case at all. That's not the case at all. None of us, none of us think that this was all on Jimmy. In fact, I don't even think a large part of it was on Jimmy. I don't think a large part of it was on Jimmy. I think I mean I think I think 50% of it was on Kyle Shanahan. Right. And yeah. I think the other 50% is probably split up between you know and in that 50% with Kyle Shanahan I'm just say call play calling. Yes. Uh, players on the field. Mm-hmm. Uh certain things like that not Which utilizing he doesn't know anything about or have any control over. Right. I, utilizing I utilizing uh utilizing uh, the right players at the right time, meaning Trey Lance, um, just to open up. You know you, when you're the middle of the field is shut down, dude, bring in Trey Lance and throw a freaking bomb. 
Like, yeah, but that that wouldn't work because when you go back to Jimmy, then they shut down the middle of the field again, and that's the problem that we're going to have to deal with going forward. You can bring Trey Lance in packages all you want. Fine. Defenses will play honest in that play. In Bro, that he's been in six snaps, and he's only thrown the ball one time. I think his hand is still hurt. Remember the hand injury he had? Listen to me. The finger? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that injury he had, and he was out for a little bit? I think, I think it's still bothering him. This is something else I came up with today. Watch when he runs that touchdown in, right? He snaps the ball. He could have cut up and got in the end zone much sooner. But he would have had to take a little bit of contact because there was a defender coming down. He still would have got the he still would have got the touchdown. He would have crossed the goal line. But there would have yeah, been I was some contact. That too when I rewatched that part. Right. There would have been some contact. Instead, he took the long route and ran towards the pylon all the way outside. Wasn't necessary. So I thought to myself, why would he do that? I think he did that to avoid that little bit of contact on that hand. You get what I'm saying? And then you right. watch after he gets the uh touchdown. It's all very soft high fives with that hand. Very soft. Yeah. Like they, they, and they weren't even high. It was down low. Like, all right, good job. Like, just another play. You're a rookie. There's no way you're not excited. You should be chest bumping, jumping up, slapping helmets. None of that was going on. And I think that's why we haven't seen as much Trey Lance. But he didn't celebrate a lot with his first touchdown either. He didn't yeah, celebrate a lot. So. His first touchdown was after the hand, the hand injury happened in the preseason. Yeah, no, I'm saying that I just he didn't he didn't celebrate a whole lot. So the I, celebration I thing to me could just be he's just not a big celebrator. Like he's just like the, all about what's on the field. The first the first play we ever saw from Trey Lance, I'm sorry. The first one was an incomplete. The second play we ever saw from Trey Lance was a bomb touchdown. Remember? That was in preseason. Yeah. I don't think it's a coincidence that his only attempt is a very, very short throw now. Kyle well, knows that he threw the ball to Juwan Jennings and scored too. In preseason, you're talking about? No, in regular season. This year, yeah, it was, it was a short pass. Yeah, right. I don't think it's a coincidence that he hasn't thrown deep anymore, and that was the first thing he brought in. He was brought in for. Like Kyle knows that he's got a guy that can get the ball down the field, and he has not done it with him since. So what I'm thinking is that hand injury is still lingering. Not that it's bad; it's still lingering, and Kyle doesn't want him uncorking it with that hand the way it is. That's, right. that's what I'm thinking. Um, damn, I was going somewhere with this before we got on here. What was the question I asked you? Uh, Shit. Put the blame on Kyle Shanahan. Hmm? I said 50-50. Yeah, well, I don't remember now. It'll come back to me. Uh, picture perfect. Thanks for the 1999 contribution. Uh, Mike, I strictly recall watching the game with you on NBN last year. And you got upset because Nick Mullins kept throwing interceptions and he kept on playing in games. While we had CJ, we wanted to see CJ play. Yes. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. Right? We are doing the same thing with Jimmy Garoppolo and expecting something different. But with Nick Mullins, he's not getting that big kind that big time contract. Nick Mullins hasn't been in the league for eight years already. So when Nick Mullins making his mistakes, you are an undrafted guy. Jimmy was drafted in the second round. You make $400,000 a year. Jimmy makes $25 million a year. You've been in the league for three years. You're an undrafted free agent. Jimmy's been in the league for eight years. So it's not fair to compare those two guys. It's okay for me to say, 
yeah, but it's Nick Mullins. I can do that. You can't say, yeah, but it's Jimmy Garoppolo. That's not the same statement. That doesn't come out the same way. There's a, there's a difference that we have to acknowledge. We are not getting our money's worth out of Jimmy Garoppolo. Easy Tino, thanks for the $5 contribution. This is Kyle versus Lynch, and Kyle is in his feelings because he didn't get the quarterback he wanted. Kyle told Brady, no, let that sink in. What quarterback did Kyle, is this? Is this a Cousins comment? Is that what this is? Nick? I don't know. I accidentally clicked it and went off it by mistake. I got you. There you go. All right. Because <laughs> I was like, I'm trying to keep my cursor on them so they don't disappear. Yeah. So we, you know what I mean? So um, this is Kyle versus Lynch, and Kyle's in his feelings because he didn't get the quarterback he wanted. Kyle told Brady, no, let that sink in. But what quarterback did Kyle want that he didn't get? Brady. No, he just, he said here Kyle told Brady no. Oh, Kyle told Brady no. So I'm saying, is he talking about Cousins? Uh, maybe Cousins. Because then Cousins, didn't Cousins re-sign a deal? Yeah. yeah. I don't that year? I, I think that, I mean, the story came out that Lynch said, all right, you ready to draft Lance? Or no, Kyle said to Lynch, all right, you ready to draft Lance? And Lynch was excited because that's the same guy that he liked the most. So if that's the case, they agreed on the quarterback here. So I don't know. I don't know, Tino. I don't know. Uh, Riggs Murtaugh, did we, is that the next one? Oh, Ollie Bear. Ollie Bear, sorry. My favorite professors, the time factor is Kyle's fault. It's the coach's job to monitor the time. It's Kyle's responsibility. Aloha, Ali. I don't think time was an issue. 37 seconds is nothing for a team that doesn't have a timeout. I think that, you know, you just play some solid defense and it's okay. Well, I think it I I think it becomes a difference because you could have ran the clock out. No, you yourself no, could have you ran couldn't. the clock out. But you, you could have ran the clock down to like seven seconds. You couldn't. Why couldn't you? Because the play gave us a touchdown. There, there was, was forty-two. No, there was forty-two seconds left on the clock when you when, when they took that snap and and got the ball to Kyle Uzcheck. You could have took it down to twelve seconds. You oh, you think there was that much time left on the play clock? But you there can't was. do that because you don't know if you're going to get in the end zone. Right, we talked about this at the top of the show, Nick. Yes, I understand that. I understand that, but. Hold on. I got to remember but they, where but, we were. No, but there, there's no but. I was kind of drunk at the time, so I got to remember where I was. <laughs> no, but there, but there's no but. See, people keep saying that we should have run more time off the clock so that they didn't get the ball back. That's like saying we had a guaranteed touchdown. We didn't. We were at the one-yard line right before half and tried three or four times that could not get in. There's no guaranteed touchdowns in the NFL. So I'm not mad that they took a snap and Kyle Juszczyk fought for extra yards and scored. I'm never going to say, oh, you left too much time on the clock unless you do it with like two or three minutes left on the clock, right? Like that's a little bit different. But less than a minute, you trust your team to go out there and do what they're supposed to do. Kyle wasn't even the last touchdown. Yes, it was. No, I thought Brandon Ayuk was. No. Kyle, you check out the last touchdown. That's why he said it would have been the biggest play of his career, remember? Had we won, it would have been the biggest play of my career. Wow, you were really twisted. 
Wait, I thought Ayuk was the last one. The pass in the end zone. No. No? Shit. <laughs> All right, yeah, I have to go back and watch the game, bro. Oh, I my God. Other- I thought it was the other way around. No. No, we didn't. Oh, I was definitely on. Listening. You don't remember us talking? What, what's, what's up with you, man? I'm tired, bro. We just did a whole segment at the start of the show about Kyle Juszczyk's comment. No, no, no. I know. I know. But I, for some odd reason, I, I was thinking it was before the IU touchdown. Oh, That's all. No. But, uh, and that we scored and gave the ball back with 37 seconds left. So right. Ali, had we run time off the clock and then get in the end zone, now we're down to one timeout or we, we just burned it because we had one timeout left. So let's say they, they snapped the ball at 12 seconds, like Nick said, and we run a play and we don't get in the end zone. Now you got to burn that timeout, and you have to score. Meanwhile, when you had to score going into halftime, they stopped you four times. You can't sit here and just assume that you're going to get in there. You score when you can, anytime there's less than a minute left in the game. Because that normally works out for us. you guys got to think about this for a second. Everyone's saying Kyle's a nut, Kyle's a nut, he should have stopped the clock. But think about this for a second. That game in New Orleans, where everyone says it was Jimmy's best game, and, and Kittle converted that fourth and two, and we scored on that, they had about the same amount of time left. They had about the same amount of time left when they got the ball back, the Saints. And that was Drew Brees. You just trust your defense to hold them down. That's all. No one's talking about that because in the Saints game, it worked out for us. In this game, Aaron Rodgers got them close enough to get the field goal. And that's the difference. You get what I'm All saying? Three plays, right? Yeah. Three so, plays, yeah. That, but, but but that's the difference. It's that it worked against New Orleans. It didn't work here against the Packers. That's the NFL, guys. That's all that is. That's all. So I, I wouldn't I wouldn't beat them up about that. Like 99. I, I don't I haven't seen it, but there's there's a show on ESPN that does all these advanced stats and all that, and your percentage of winning the game after every point in the game. Yeah. I bet you that when we had that one-point lead, our percentage of winning that game was over 80%. I bet you. And they completed that first down. That shit probably went down to like 70. And yes, completed- this is what I thought. There was 12 seconds on the clock when the ball was snapped. We could have waited until we got down to two to three seconds. And I'm saying that, no, we couldn't because there's no guarantee we could have got in. I understand what you guys are saying. Because if we don't get in, now we have to burn our last time out, and we have one play do or die. Kyle didn't trust the team. We should not have trusted the team. We didn't even deserve to be down there. We got help to get down there. So we can't keep acting like it was a given that we would have scored. We're, we're being unrealistic and we're being we're using hindsight. That's not how it works. Wait, you can't get to that one yet. Hold on. Hold on. We oh, I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to. There it is. Right I got there. it. Bosa wasn't getting. I love that name. Uh-huh. Bosa wasn't getting. Oh, wouldn't be getting double team if Buckner was beside him. This is exposing the CB we have. Wrong. Yeah, no, I don't. Buckner didn't get a lot of double teams, or as many as people think he did, I should say. He did get double teamed a lot, but not as much as people thought he did. Um, and Bosa was on the field at the same time as Ford. They they were just holding. They didn't care. Because refs, you know how many holding penalties were called on the offensive line this game? On either team, a grand total, none. Not a single holding penalty was called all game long, Nick. Not one. Not one. It's almost impossible. They called two tripping penalties 
No offensive holdings. True. That it's I've never seen that before in a game. All right. I see I see the long blinks. Where's that last contribution at from Sean? Let's let's no, I have some in my eye. It's like an eyelash or something. Let's go home. I got it. Sean says five dollars. Actually, guys, Nick took this loss bad. Definitely did. He is streaming from the airport. Been camped out there since the loss. That is a portable green screen break. No, definitely not. But I definitely did take this loss bad. And I said on my Twitter, man, I did not wear my faithful flag to this game. And I always wear my flag. And you took Brian. And I took and, and I said right after the Eagles game, we're going to lose to the to the Packers. I shouldn't have went back on my word. because I, I did say it was going to be 28-24. I said it was going to be a close game. I did I say said, that. I said 21-23 for the Packers, remember? Yeah. It, it was I, definitely going to be a close game. But uh, I, I did take the loss, man. But it was a good weekend. Like, I'm not going to – I'm not even going to – I wouldn't give it back for the world. I mean, it was a great weekend. Good friends. Got to see a lot of people we haven't seen. Um, You know, and just being back at Levi was, was awesome. So, yeah. I'm definitely not at the airport still. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not. All right. So is this team currently a playoff contention team? Currently. With Jimmy right. in the center, with our running back situation, with our corners. Are we are we a are we a playoff bound team? Um I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna say no. And it's not because of our team, but it's because of the division that we play in. Um, you have some monster teams in this division and, um, I did predict the Trey Lance score. I don't, I don't, I didn't get that. Coming. It was within two minutes. I was No. Yeah. I was going to say you predicted Trey Lance to get the game winning score, but yeah. Jimmy wasn't, Jimmy did that. Right. Wasn't that Jimmy and Lance yeah. wasn't there for that. Was he? No, but it was within two minutes. And I said that Trey yeah. Lance was down in two minutes and scored. For right. the game winner, right? Um, but uh, no, it's not because of this team. Because I think, I think this team is still going to be a good team. Um, but if we get ten wins, even eleven wins, I still don't think that's enough to make the playoffs. This, I don't think this team gets ten wins with Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't think this team gets seven wins with Jimmy Garoppolo. I look. Uh, I looked through the rest of the schedule, Nick. There's there's some shitty games left, but there are. Wait, 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 wait. There are. We only got two wins right now. You have to play right now. You have to play the Cardinals twice. You don't think we're beating the Cardinals with this offense, and definitely not with this defense right now. Tell the truth. That secondary, you don't you don't think so? Well, I, all right. Let me speak for myself. We play the Cardinals twice. That's two losses as of right now. We play the Seahawks twice. That's two losses as of right now. I know people hate the Seahawks, and we don't want to say that and all that. Russell Wilson will start running towards the end of that game, and we're not going to be able to stop him. That's the truth. The Rams are going to smoke us as of right now. Without changes as of right now, that's what I see. So that's six right there. That takes us down to two and seven. All right? That's nine games. There's eight left. You got the Colts. We could probably win that one right there. You got the Jaguars. We could probably win that one right there. You got the Texans. We can probably win that one right there. You got the Bears. 
we could probably win that one though because the Bears look really, really bad. That's four games. All right, so that takes us to six and six, six and seven, six and seven. And there's how many games this year? Seventeen. Seventeen. Four games left. Okay, so that leaves the Bengals. I don't know. I'm not going to say that. That's that's an easy cakewalk right there. That's the Vikings. I'm I'm pulling up the schedule. I'm just doing this off memory. That's the the Bengals. All right, let's just say I give us that win. That's five wins right there. The Vikings. I'm going to say no. We're not going to beat the Vikings right now. No, the that's, we are. that's seven wins. That's seven and seven. Uh, no, no, I'm saying that's five more wins. I'm counting. I'm counting like going forward. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. So all right. Here, here's here's the schedule in order. Seahawks lost right now. Cardinals lost right now. Colts win right now. Bears win right now. Cardinals lost right now. Rams lost right now. Jaguars win right now. Vikings lost right now. Seahawks lost right now. Bengals. It's a toss-up. I'll give us a win right now. Falcons, oh, I'll give us a win right now. Titans, I'll give us the win right now. Texans, I'll give us the win right now. And then the Rams again, that's a loss. So that's nine games. I did not just count nine more wins. Yes, you did. You just counted seven more wins. One, two, three, four, five. Six, seven more wins. Yeah, so that's nine wins total. That's not a playoff team. No, I know, but you said that you wouldn't see us winning six games. I I gave us some that I I'm on the fence on. Well, you I, 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 I gave us the I gave us the Bengals. You I gave us the Bengals and I gave us the Titans. Right, and you gave us the Vikings at first, and then you took it back. Yeah, no, we shouldn't beat the Vikings right now. No, Vikings are horrible. no way. The Vikings are horrible. Yeah. The Vikings are horrible. So we think we can beat the Seahawks, who just lost to the Vikings, but we're supposed to beat the Vikings. All right. Wait. All right. Look, we're talking about right now. So if right, right, changes right, right, right. are made. No, changes yeah. are made so. And by the way, um, I did I did have our first loss of the season coming this week. I have, our, I have our predictions pulled up here. And I had I us going from crazy like 14 and 3. I think I had our first loss to the Colts. I got you. I can I tell you. Right? Yours was like right after the buy or some shit. No, I had it to Arizona. Arizona, I lost back right to back. Before the buy. Yeah, you had back to back. Before the buy and after, after the buy. You're right. Here. Uh, here it is. I have a win, win, loss. Win, win, buy. Win, win, win. Win, loss, win, loss, win, win, loss, win, win. You had win, 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 loss right before the buy and right after the buy. And then you only had one more loss. So you had us going, you only had three losses. So you had us going 13 and, well, 14 and three. 14 and, three. and I had us, I had us going uh, 13, 13 and four. Is that the right number? Yeah, it is seven. No. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's right. This yeah. seventeen is so weird to me, man. It's so weird. <laughs> I had us going thirteen and four, and I had our first loss being against the Packers. So, I mean, guys, it's not over. The team will adjust. The team will continue to try to improve. Uh, we just got to be patient here. We're gonna have to take some lumps, and we're gonna hurt. We're gonna the, the hurts sting a little bit longer than the than the wins feel good. And that isn't that weird. Yeah, the but hurt, 
anything longer than the wins uh, feel good. This this upcoming week is going to tell us a lot. If we can win this game, I think we're we're still afloat. To me, it's, it's to me it's pretty simple. If Jimmy starts, we lose, and we may even lose with Trey Lance. But the idea of the unknown is enough to catch an opposing defense off guard. To me, it's that simple. I'm not yeah, saying that yeah. Trey Lance can navigate an offense, can read a defense. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying that it's enough to confuse an opposing team. Think about this for a second. We played Jalen Hurts, and he looked like, yo, this kid could be something. Did you see that game last night? He looked uh, – oh, you didn't see – he looked super mortal. He looked super mortal. And he put up way more points against them than he did against us. But it was the fact that he didn't look that good. He didn't look nearly as good as he did against us. So things change is my point. It's the unknown. We were faced with the unknown going into that game, right? But then all yeah. of a sudden you start adding in the four games from last year, the two games from this year. That's enough tape for you to kind of try to put together some tendencies and da-da-da. They say five games when a quarterback gets figured out in the NFL. I want to know something because <clears throat> and then we'll get out of here. But what's your thought process on this? Because you're always so big that Jimmy Garoppolo is okay with scripted plays and then goes downhill. And lately, yeah. lately he's been shit with scripted yes. plays and comes back without the scripted plays. I was actually hoping nobody asked me about this. I have been – that has been my thing. Once right. Jimmy gets outside the scripted plays, we're screwed. And right. I I still believe and that part. Really this year, though. Well, no, no, because the, the two-minute drive – at the end of the game was a scripted thing. We just got aided by some some uh some penalties and lucky catches. I'm I don't trust Jimmy to win another game. I don't trust him to. I think Kyle can. You get what I'm saying? I think Kyle can scheme enough around. So so <clears throat> what the what the Packers did on defense this week, other teams aren't built that way. You have to have that lockdown corner. Not every team we're gonna go up against has that Alexander. You get what I'm saying? So they can't take away our best receiver. Not every team can well, do that. That's the thing. They weren't taking away our best receiver in Ayuk. He was open downfield sometimes. But Jimmy's not throwing downfield. So and to that team, ah, uh, we got the win. We'll let you run around wide open down there all day. You right. know what I'm saying? But there, there was a play. I wanted to show it, and there's a really good video going around of it on Twitter. Rich Madrid tweeted it out. Right. All right. Here, here's the. All right. This is this is the offensive line and the tight ends and the receivers. Okay. This right here is George Kittle, my wedding ring. Right. Mm -hmm. The opposing linebacker is lined up over here. No, no, no. Yeah, he's lined up over here. They snap the ball, and he runs to the opposite hash of where George Kittle was, which is over here. So he mm -hmm. knew George Kittle was going to run across the field. He dropped back to the hash and stood there and waited. Jimmy threw the ball right to him. He threw the ball directly to the linebacker. He just dropped the interception. It was the easiest pick that he would have got all year. He was right freaking there. Just didn't get it. Just didn't get it. And so my point is, Jimmy's been figured out. They know who and what Jimmy Garoppolo is. And they took away the scripted plays. Kyle used to be able to put together 
15, 20 scripted plays and knock it out the park. And there was nothing that another team could do. We would score early, if not the first drive, the second drive. Not anymore. I don't trust Jimmy at all in these games. I just don't. I don't. So it's, not, the question. it's not Jimmy anymore, bro. Get it right. It's Garoppolo. It's, it's, oh, he's not on you don't you're not on first name basis with him anymore. He doesn't deserve first name basis in this organization anymore. I hear you, man. Hey, look, man, bro. It's time for final thoughts. Let's uh Oh, Breezy just checked in too. Breezy, what's your final thoughts, bro? <laughs> My man look like he wants some collard greens. <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just sitting, I was in the chat, man, just, just listening to what everybody was, you know, commenting and listening to you guys. But um, yeah, I hate to I hate to say it, but I, I agree, you know. It's but we've been saying this for the past couple of seasons, man. Like Jimmy's been figured out, you know, and it's uh it is what it is. If if I don't expect any team to not come out with eight in a box from the rest of the season, and so if they come out with eight in the box, Jimmy G will struggle. And I and 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 maybe you can help me because last time I checked, if you put eight people in the box, like how the hell can you run the ball with eight people in the box? It's almost impossible. It's eight people in the box waiting to run, and therefore your run game can't get going. So all the people defending Jimmy saying, Well, if we run the ball, well, how can we run if we got eight people in the box? And if you watch the game. Those eight people in the boxes, them DBs were jumping routes. They were quick to hit the receivers. Debo Samuels almost got his hands taken off two or three times trying to catch those passes. So the quick throw is not even going to work. Jimmy's got to get that ball down the field, stretch that defense out, make them play honest and all that good stuff. And then hopefully, you know, we, we, can, we can move the ball. But these slow starts aren't going to do it, guys. These slow starts aren't going to do it. We could blame the defense, you know. But you know what's weird about the D? You know, if you keep them on the field 75% of the time, I don't know no defense that's going to be able to play 75% of the game and come out and, and, and seal a deal at the end of the game. It's just almost impossible, especially with our, our secondary being depleted, being hurt, you know. And so a lot of people saying it's just one game. I get it. It is. But we've seen the trend. The eight in the box started in the playoffs, like in 2019. Yes, yes. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. are we not going back to that, or are we we believing that that didn't happen? Like it did. And then the moment Kansas City was like, you know what, Jimmy can't beat us deep. It took away all the underneath throws. It took away, and and they started playing eight in the box. We stopped running the ball effectively, and next thing you know, we can't get any more offense going in the Super Bowl. So that doesn't even mean Jimmy or, or the offense has to have a slow start because in the Super Bowl, we started fast. We scored with scoring. What happened? The defensive uh, assignments made adjustments on Kansas City, and the next thing you know, we couldn't move the ball anymore. So I hate to say it, man. I Like, will Jimmy win another game for the 49ers? Yeah, I'm sure, because he's not going to play all elite teams. But teams with these elite defenses and they got elite players, they're gonna stack eight in the box, guys. And and those that's my final thoughts, man. We gotta, we got I don't know how to count you can counter it with screens, but Jimmy's not successful at throwing screen throws either. 
and we don't have the speed at running backs with screens either. So it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough. Y'all score predictions was – our score predictions – not score predictions. Our season predictions are our season predictions pre-injuries. <laughs> so obviously it's going to be a little different now. But I'm hoping Josh Norman plays on Sunday, man, because we're going to need him. You're going to need that big body guy on the DK Metcalf, and then you're going to have to hope Emmanuel Mosley can lock up and shadow um, to uh, lock it. Go ahead, bro. You got to hear this. Um, I'm so glad you came on and spoke because I had this part of Kittle's presser with how the oh! took away the run game. This is so. This is this is Kittle's presser before you play it. Just a, this option. This is basically saying he's giving up on Garoppolo. I'm just gonna put that out there. You, you jumped that. Yes, I want you to listen to how Kittle holds Kyle and McDaniel's accountable at the end of the statement. I thought this was the most powerful statement because let me just play it. Listen, listen to this. All right, here we go. Let me let me turn my volume up. Sorry if I'm loud. Double team, but then they're sitting. No, 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 no. All right. You know, they were loading the box. They had uh, they all they could do to take away our double teams. Um, and our, they had set up in defenses to, you know, let us get our double team, but then they're setting the edge with two guys. So there's not really much you can do there. Um, you know, I think uh, I trust in Coach Shanahan and Mike McDaniels to get after that and they'll figure out a way to uh, avoid that next time. And because I'm assuming a lot of defenses are going to try to do that because uh, they did a good job of eliminating our outside zone. Did you, bro, he said, the question was about why the outside zone wasn't working. They loaded the box, they doubled the edges, and they took away our running lanes. And I trust that McDaniels and Kyle will get this figured out because all defenses are going to do this going forward. Bro, let, just just one more. I, I want you just one, one more time. You know, they were loading the box. They had uh, they did all they could do to take away our double teams. Um, and our, they had set up in defenses to, you know, let us get our double team, but then they are setting the edge with two. When this defense is successful, I mean, when our offense is successful getting outside, they use a tight end or a fullback to double up on whoever's on the edge so that way the, the, the running backs can get outside. Mm -hmm. He said that they took away our double team. Okay, keep going, Kittle. Start over. You know, they were loading the box. They had, uh, did all they could do to take away our double teams. Um, and our, they had set up in defenses to, you know, let us get our double team, but then they're setting the edge with two guys. So there's not really much you can do there. Um, you know, I think uh, I trust in Coach Shanahan and Mike McDaniels to get after that and they'll figure out a way to uh, avoid that next time. And because I'm assuming a lot of defenses are going to try to do that because uh, they did a good job of eliminating our outside zone. He didn't say they did a good job of affecting. He didn't say they did a, a, a you know, they, they made us adjust. He said they did a good job of eliminating our outside zone. Kittle has had enough. Kittle has had enough. When Kyle, you took away our double team by doubling up on the edge themselves. You understand what that means? I do understand. It's all about spaces. It's all about gaps. So if we can put two guys on one, if two guys can come and knock this guy out, that works, and it creates a gap. But if there's two people over there, all of a sudden, those gaps ain't there because it's one-on-one. -on -one. And they dared them to throw it. 
They dared on the audible out and make a pass. They stacked the box and doubled our edges, guys. It took away our double teams. He said they were willingly giving it to us, but they doubled up on the edge. It's a wrap. It's a wrap for the run game even. See, and, and, and what I was trying to say is that other teams are going to come out and do the same things. I don't know if they'll be as successful. You know what I'm saying? But I, I wouldn't be mad if that's the blueprint because that's what teams do is a copycat league. And so you're right. right. Kyle's going to have right. to figure it out. Mike, they're going to have to figure it out. They're going to have to figure it out. I will say that even if – can we be honest? Like I, I, don't, I don't see Trey Sermon as an outside zone runner. Uh, maybe Elijah Mitchell, bless you. No, that's crazy because that's all they ran in Ohio State is outside zone. I, I just don't see him. I just don't see him in this system. Ohio State the speed is different. <laughs> like it, it's different, and 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 college football running outside zone just like it's different when wide receivers are out there and, and everything is wide open for him. It ain't wide open no more in the NFL. So I think it's a little different. I just I just feel like I, I, he's more of an inside zone runner and and on in the National Football League level, in my opinion. That's what I think. I think, and this is this is what I was telling Nick to your point, was that not every team is going to be able to do what George just described because not every team has an Alexander in the in the secondary. Yeah, right, right. But but they're gonna but they're gonna try. But right, if you're if your quarterback's not willing to even audible and make that throw or attempt that throw, I can't. I don't tell you what I've seen. I don't even think I've seen Jimmy audible. Ever to a has he ever audible to a deep pass? No, no. So, all right, Nick, let's get your final thoughts, man. I'm I'm going home, man. Nick Nick dropped some bombs on me tonight, bro. Did you know that Kyle blamed? Never mind. Let me not start this shit all over. No, here. no, no. Kyle Nick, blamed Kyle blamed the defense. No, no. He, Kyle, man, Nick, tell him what you told quote? me. You want to hear happened? the quote? Yes. It, all right. So it was. It was about the lack of play for Trent Sherfield. Right? And he says, I didn't think we had that many long drives, Shanahan said, Monday following a 30-28 to 28 loss to the Green Bay Packers. And when we did, we went with single receivers, sometimes being a 22 and 13 personnel. If you're not familiar with the offensive personnel packages, 22 personnel consists of two running backs, two tight ends, and one wide receiver. 13 personnel consists of one running back, three tight ends, and one wide receiver. Simply put, the 49ers were in a lot of single receiver formations, which obviously doesn't present many opportunities for other receivers. That single receiver and the one the 49ers should be throwing to the most, Debo Samuel, of course. Kyle Shanahan says, I thought Sherfield would play a lot more, Shanahan added. I tell guys what to do before the game, but I don't keep up with the rotation. I wanted to make sure... I wanted to make sure to keep Ayuk fresh, and wide receivers coach Wes Welker thought Ayuk was fresh enough without being out there on too many long drives, so he didn't put Trent in as much. And he did a hell of a job on special teams for us, too. Here's why I got the whole screw face on, Wayne. Because Ayuk... Yo, bro. <laughs> I'm about to say, yo, bro, a cat trying to eat you. <laughs> No, just don't eat the food, bro. Right. <laughs> bro, Ayuk took 60 offensive snaps. 60. 
60. And you know Debo I mean? had 66, I believe. Trent Schiffer had two. Two. And Kyle's I, acting like he thought it was a healthy rotation and Ayuk was well-rested. Kyle Shanahan said he don't keep up with the rotation. Do you believe yeah. that? Hell no. Okay. Okay. There's okay. no way in two hells frozen over Kyle believes what he just said. There's no way. He he so so you mean to tell me the opposite week when, when Brandon Ayuk had like two rotations, he didn't keep up with that, but he said he gotta make sure he get him more involved. He didn't say that. I like what is going on here? I don't I can't I can't figure it out, bro. Some ain't right, y'all. It's a twilight zone. And, 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 and we, we two on one. The first time Nick read that, I questioned, you know, Kyle, something in that statement insinuated that Kyle doesn't even know, like, the he knows the personnel packages as far as 13, 12. He better. He the head coach. He better right. know what all that means. But he, but the way that read, the way I received it from what Nick read was that he doesn't know the specific players that are out there. I know I got three wide receivers. I don't know who those receivers are. And I asked Nick, I said, do you honestly think that Kyle is calling jet sweeps with receivers that he don't know who's getting the ball at that point? And Nick said. I said, I don't know. Maybe this is why he wants all receivers to know how to do the same thing. All right, Nick, what are your final thoughts, man? I'm not doing this all over again. I'm sorry I missed that, guys. I had rehearsal, man. Yo, I got a big show coming up a couple of Tuesdays. I mean, a couple of Wednesdays from now. Tell Maybe. Uncle Snoop I said what up. For sure. Um, Final thoughts. This is not a playoff football team with Jimmy Garoppolo under center. I when Last week, Nick, I swear to God, you blew my mind. I... I when we, I, I did not expect you to say it this quickly, but I was, we were trying to tell y'all, man, like it, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the eight in a box thing. I don't know. I don't see it affect any other quarterbacks more than it affects Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> and I've watched Taylor Heineke. I've watched mad quarterbacks. I watched Teddy Bridgewater. I've watched quarterbacks that I feel like are incomparable to a Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe even beneath him. And, and, and it doesn't affect him. They don't even do eight in the box because they know they can throw the ball down the field. Have you ever seen eight in the box against the guy that plays out in Minnesota that don't nobody want me to say his name? And this is probably why Kyle Shanahan been asking to get him on his team for years. No. Oh, okay. I'm just I'm just curious because you go ahead and put eight in the box on that guy that play out in Minnesota. He throwing that ball down the field. And all these short passes, man, people keep saying – that our wide receivers can't get open. They can't get off separation. This ain't the box. This guy's right. And this, this, what do you want him to do? They're running into crowded fields. Let them go man up. I guarantee you. I've seen Debo catch balls down the field. You've seen Debo catch. You've seen him catch under throws, jump up, grab him down the field. We already know what Brandon Ayuk can that do. That happened on third and ten. I, I don't understand what the f- we be saying on Twitter. It's driving me nuts. Oh my gosh! What the beep, guys? <laughs> wake the freak up, please! You're driving me crazy. Breezy, you've been on about 150 shows. I'm sorry. When the fuck did you get a cat? <laughs> He's always had a cat. Thank you, Nick. 
He's always had a cat. He's meant to I have never seen this feline on the show ever, bro. It, oh, no. he's always he's always sleeping back here, but I put this yeah. pillow so he can't jump up on my back. So he jumps up on the side. Motherfucking cat. The cat came God. back. Yo. I, I'm on. sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Yo, he threw that cat like it was a piece of toilet paper. Somebody no, his ass for animal abuse. No, I didn't. He was super mad that the cat was Yo, he said, Because I just got home and he meowing. Like, he, he, was, he was now when you first came on and Mike was talking. He was like, all lightly, though. He's like, I didn't hear him. The cat was going. <laughs> no. And then he's like. And Wayne's like. Get the... <laughs> like it was a gnat, right? I've never yeah. seen a cat before. Yeah. It's not a yeah. straight cat, know, guys. Cat no, did not look like jittery. What's his, no, what's his name? It's not Mr. Whiskers, cat. is it? His name is Music. Hold on. Music. Oh, shit. Okay. All right, I like that. All right, fin finish your final thoughts, man. I'm ready to go home, man. Wayne, you are home, Mike. Shit. Nah, I I'm home when the camera goes off and I can get in my drawers. Got you. Uh, yeah, like I said, this team with Jimmy Garoppolo under center is not a playoff. Um, Kyle Shanahan has to up what he's doing right now. He's got to make some type of change uh, offensively and defensively. Uh, D'Amico Ryans also has to make a change. Uh, look, we didn't get into it all tonight, but there are a lot of players that take blame for this and that need to shape up and ship out or shape up and get shit situated. Um, two prime players on this team, Nick Bosa, Fred Warner. Uh, they're the superstars of this team. They got to start playing like it. Um, making plays when plays are need to be made. Um, Samson Ibukam, he tried, he almost came in clutch for the second time on the last play of the game. He got clotheslined. He got clotheslined like crazy. How come we don't ever get calls, Nick? Like, what do we, what do we, like, what do we got to do? I don't know, but those are plays that this guy is not a, this guy is not a superstar, right? But he's making those plays, right? And if it wasn't for not getting the penalty called against him or the hold, um, he would have made that play. And those are the things where I'm looking at Nick Bosa. I know Nick Bosa's been getting held up a whole lot too. He's been getting uh, held. He's been getting chipped. He's been getting like oh, they, they're all they're all they're all getting you know things like that. But um. Look, the, the the thing is, man, is is you got to start, you got to start spreading the ball downfield. You got to start changing up your play calling. You got to make make better adjustments in a game. If you see that the middle of the field is taken away, do something about it. Like I said, fifty percent of this loss is on Kyle Shanahan. The rest is amongst all the players, as well as Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I'm just look, I doubling down this week, man. And you're not going to beat teams like Seattle, Arizona. Uh, Minnesota, you know, teams that can score uh, fast and quick like the Green Bay Packers could with a, with a quarterback, you're not going, you're not going to score and keep up with them like that. And you cannot, you cannot start as bad as you have been starting. So um, you definitely have to be aggressive. I, I agree, Master. Um, so, Final thoughts are, man, if you don't start making some changes, 
it's only going to get worse. And that's not even just quarterback play. That that's not even quarterbacks. Just the quarterbacks. That's everything without the, within this team. Some changes need to be made all around the board. It it starts with the quarterback. Mm, it starts with the quarterback. Better quarterback play would probably elevate the rest of the team, even the defense, to play better. Why? They'd be more fresh. They won't be out on the field as long. Like I, I, at some point, you guys gotta add in fatigue, and I know it's not an excuse. Nobody talks about that when it comes to our defense. For some I, reason, for, so, for some reason, they don't. They don't. Our, our defense is just robots out there. Like I, I don't get it. Like the, consecutive three and outs. Like that's what when people in the Super Bowl blaming did the you, defense, and I'm like, bro, did you see how many times we couldn't do shit? Yo, count the count the three and outs. Up until Trey Lance comes into that game and gets that touchdown, count those three and outs. Count them. No, I'm asking. Like, please count mm-hmm. the three and outs. I'm with you, bro. And and and, and 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 the defense held them to ten points, forced them on a fourth and one to get that ball back. But they don't get props because they couldn't finish nope. the game. But right. they're on the field the majority of the time. Mm-hmm. This is why the offense. So if if we want to blame. Put the blame on Kyle. Kyle's got to be better at his play calling, guys. I'm not seeing this this gematical genius Einstein, Kyle Shanahan. Maybe he just needs to bump Einstein and get back to little Giants football. Run some run some regular plays that the teams ain't expecting or something. Because Kyle, Sh- the anastation of Puerto Rico. Oh, Puerto Rico. <laughs> I'm just saying. Listen, I'm telling you right now, Kyle Shanahan's play calling, all this motion, all this crap, like it's not it's I we went in motion and it didn't move the defense, y'all. <laughs> oh, Did you no 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 don't laugh? I'm fuck I'm, I'm freaking serious. I'm I'm so serious. Go back and watch the game. We were in motion and the defense wasn't even playing, man. Like they weren't following anybody across. They don't care. They, they don't have a reason to care. You got you got Debo running down the field 20 yards, wide open, waving his arms, flapping his arms, just begging for somebody to throw him the ball. Like it, it it's a thing that that's not me making anything up. It's right here. You got Debo at the bottom of the screen, just begging for someone to throw him the ball. He's flailing his arms in the air. Mm. Okay. It's 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 not us making this shit up. This is a real thing. Who cares? Who cares that you're in motion? You're not gonna make that throw anyway. I know. I know. Y'all gotta go. Who's the top receiver on that route. Uh, I, I got. I gotta see it. I I know you guys gotta go, but I, he was open too. You don't. You who? gotta throw the ball earlier. Ayuk. Ayuk. No, he's talking about the bottom of the screen. The guy who was in motion. No, 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 no. In the middle. The top guy in the middle. Kittle? Was it Charlie Warner? Yeah, 89. Yeah, yeah, so watch Warner. Charlie Warner on the on the play in the beginning. If you, oh. you can throw this to him, when he's 10 or 15 yards, he's open. Oh, oh, Jimmy missed tight ends all night. Look, Wide boom. open ones. This is crazy. My man had three uh, viable. I, go I got I got I got I got another question. I don't know if you have this play. If you go back to the interception, don't have it. If you go back to the interception in your mind when he threw the ball and Jair made a play because I, I, I really want to see what the wide receivers were doing 
because Mose and I said that they were running shallow cross routes, the wide receivers, but that's why Jair cheated over because he had nobody to defend on the deep route. So nobody he was just able deep. To, so he had dead space. He just he was playing safety. Was a damn near play by Alexander, man. So, but but here's my thing. Why didn't Jimmy just throw it underneath? I he think that he wouldn't hit that either. He was wide open. Ross Dwelly was wide. It doesn't matter. He can't hit a three-yard screen. Nah. Listen. But my my issue is he's not making the right read. That's that's my right. point. But we know we all three of us know that Kyle, there are certain times where Kyle says, This is the throw. Make that throw. Did and Jimmy's Kyle, Jimmy's gotta grab some balls? Kyle he's got went to get the podium and defended that throw. And Jimmy said Alexander wasn't supposed to be there, which tells me. That Kyle told him that when to we throw run that this ball, play, that, the safety's gonna bite this way, and that ball is gonna be there for George. So that's then, what both of them confirming that at the podium told me that that was a predetermined play. That's so not then, on Jimmy. So that so so then Jimmy has to grow a pair of balls. I'm sorry. Yes, you 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 you're not in the system for five years. People keep ignoring that shit about this guy. He's been here for four and a half years now. And so that's you, still on you're Jimmy. You're not here for four and a half years, and you still need the coach to tell you exactly who to throw to. That's my point. That's still on Jimmy then. So, yeah, yeah so yeah, Kyle had the predetermined the play, and Jimmy threw the ball where he was supposed to because he was told to, but that's on Jimmy. Like, you can't be a quarterback and not have a pair of balls. You're not a rookie. I expect Trey Lance to do, yes, sir, I'm going to throw what you say. But Jimmy Garoppolo is a freaking vet. He's been in the league for eight years. You can't keep messing up the same way every single year. Like that, that. There was one more thing I had to say, and then I'm going to go home. Jimmy Garoppolo, game-winning drive, supposedly. If you go back to that play, everybody was complaining that uh, – um, Kyle Ushek shouldn't have scored. He scored too early. He should have went down at the one, blah, 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 run more time off the clock. I'm not – God dang it, Mike. I, 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 I don't even want you to – take this away. This is not what I – I don't even want to talk about this. If you go back and look at the game and you stop the play, Jimmy Garoppolo had 12 seconds with 43 seconds left in the game before he, he hiked the ball. Don't tell me no. Yes, he did. He did? Oh, he hiked the ball with 12 seconds on the game clock. If right he was trying, clock. if he was trying to run the clock, he, he could have hiked the ball at one second or zero seconds because you could get that off at zero and they not call uh delay a game. And then that would have took 12 seconds off the clock. It's the wrong thing to do. Okay. It's the wrong right. thing to do. All right. People, people are saying that are using revisionist history. In hindsight, because they scored with 37 seconds left. What people are ignoring when they say that is the fact that we struggled from the one three or four. But times we were at the one, half. Mike. This is before we hiked the ball. Exactly. So so, so, so hear if, me out now. So, you, we, so you're saying we, that 12 if we couldn't get one fucking yard, hmm. if we couldn't guarantee get one yard with four or five tries before we put Lance in, what in, but this is not Earth, that play. This is not that play. Oh, you're, I, I know that. But what I'm I saying is saying. if we couldn't get one yard with four or five tries, what on earth makes y'all think that we had the luxury of just taking time off the clock and thinking that we were going to score on the next play? I get what you're saying. 
That doesn't that doesn't make any sense. This team struggled all night long to get first downs, forget touchdowns, to get first downs. There's no way that we could sit here and just assume that we were going to score and we could take time off the clock. We weren't down a field goal. We needed a touchdown. That's, That's the other thing, too. If it was only a field goal, you can be risky with that. Because as soon as you cross that field goal range line, all right, we can take some knees. We can run the ball. We can spot it where we wanted to. We needed six plus. Six was the tie. Seven was the win. We needed to get in the end zone. You don't have that luxury. I know people all – I know that's been the comment. I know that's been the conversation. It's not reality. Not for a team that was struggling to move the ball all night long. Not for a team that on that same drive kept that drive going by two pass interference plays. You could go and say, okay, well, you scored a touchdown and you were only worried about that one yard, then why don't you go for two now? Huh? Now a field goal doesn't even win the game. No, that's not true. A field goal still would have – Still, still go would have won the game because we were when we scored, we tied it. Right. We were only up by one. So a field goal would have gave them the win by one instead of by two. Instead oh, of by two. two. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So it, it, yeah, no, it's still, you know, it's still, I mean, but I mean, it, it is what it is. Like, like I said, it's revisionist history, it's hindsight, and that, that's not a fair thing to go uh uh to guide to guide and judge a game on. And I do get it. Like, you know, when you when you step back and you look back, it, it makes sense, like, oh, we should have tried to take more time off the clock. We couldn't move the ball. We couldn't. We needed two third and tens on that drive, and we needed two pass interference calls or a tripping call. I forget. There were two penalties that gave us first downs, though. I think one was, one was a tripping, right. and I forgot what the other one was. It yeah, was but that's, that just goes to more of what I was saying. Like, everybody's saying, oh, Jimmy got us to – he got us to lead. He did this. He and I'm like, well, well, we got penalties. Yes. Yes. We had help. Just like Aaron Rodgers had help in the beginning. Debo made that catch on third and 10. Are you talking about the one all hands? With literally a whole grown man on his back. Yeah, it was tough. Nah, bro. That's not, that's not, oh, my quarterback is phenomenal. That was Eli Manning in the Super Bowl with uh, David Tyree with the catch on the help. On the Just helmet. a miraculous play by your wide receiver. Listen, guys, here's my final thoughts. <laughs> my final thoughts are this. Master Chef, thanks for the $5 contribution. Have to be aggressive on both sides. Come on, coaches. I agree with you. I agree with you. I wanted to see some more defense on that final drive that we gave up the the booty and let them get in field goal range. Uh, but you know, this is D'Amico's first year. This is D'Amico's first year. I'm not going to sit here and, and and crucify this guy after his third game as a defensive coordinator. I feel uh, you. But I I think more blame falls on the on the lap of Kyle Shanahan. Kyle was brought in here to be the offensive genius. It is time for Kyle's offense to carry the defense, not the other way around. I am I do, I no longer want to say the defense let us down. If we're going to lose games here, I want it to be 32 to 35. And here's the thing, he's got the pieces. Yes. He he, he drafted the guy yes. he wanted. Yes. What what the, the what are we doing here? You've got the you've got one of the best wide receiving cores in the NFL when you add up all the talent in that room. You've got the best tight end in the NFL. You've got nobody at running back right now, but you've got a top five offensive line. You've got a top five offensive line. And so I need you guys to, to put some pressure on Kyle to, to be more aggressive. I We got to stop blaming everybody except Kyle and his quarterback. And if Kyle and his quarterback can't get it done, then there needs to be a change. And I can promise you guys they're going to change quarterbacks before they change Kyle. That's just how it is. All right. Uh, so that's it for my final thoughts. 
I am done. Be patient. Guys, here's the good news. I had us going 14-3 and this season, and I had our first loss against Green Bay. We're right on schedule, baby. There's a lot of football left, but we got to make some changes. We got to get better. We got to make some adjustments. That's going to do it for us here tonight. We're going to go home. Guys, I'm going to point us out. Are y'all ready to rock? Y'all ready? We good? We good? Yeah. All right. Wake up. Wake up, guys. All right. Here we go. Y'all ready? Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful. We out of here. Peace. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up, no fakes. We spinning, we winning, we high stakes. We never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey, see, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us. Them nothing but niners. Nothing but niners. We nothing but niners. We nothing but niners. We nothing but niners. We nothing but niners.